and welcome to today's episode of The Things Nobody Tells You. Hello, hello, hello. It's still me. Still unqualified, still unhinged, still unwell. It's Lily. You guys, I'm not well. I'm really sick. I'm not doing great. I'm in a lot of pain and I am literally recording this essentially horizontal because I am in such bad shape. Um... I don't even know what to say. I I have a I have some things to say about some of the things you guys have been saying. Mm, I'm gonna jump into this, and I again I apologize if I'm just off. I think yesterday's episode I didn't do very well either. Like I'm just kind I'm I'm sick. Like I'm not doing well. Okay, you guys have been emailing me a lot, which I love, about certain subjects. And you want to know the common theme of all my buckle ups I've been getting. You know your spouses are cheating on you. And you aren't revealing that you know yet. Some of you are doing some of the most crafty fucking shit I have ever seen. And can I just say, I am literally watching it unfold and I am living for it. There are some women, and I'm not talking about one woman, okay? But there are multiple women emailing me, telling me that they know their spouse is cheating on them. They found out through one, they're different ways, but it's kind of impressive some of the ways they found out, okay? And, okay, specifically in one situation, one of you emailed me and told me that you were going to wait until he gets his next bonus. Because if you leave before that, you won't have access to it. And you have two kids. And can I just say, let's fucking go. Like, I am, never, ever, ever. I think some of these men out here are underestimating women. And can I just say, you will cry and we will laugh. Because it is hilarious to me how some of you are just like, I'm going to leave him because he's a piece of S-H-I-T, but I'm not going to do it just yet. I'm going to maintain a little something, something here so I can get my something, something after that. And can I just say, let's go. I'm here for it. I'm so excited. And can I also add to that, like, I am the child of divorce. I am fine. (laughs) I know all almost all, none of my friends' parents are still together. Like they are fine. And a lot of you have been very concerned about your kids. And all I can say is like it is damaging for children to watch um an un like an unhealthy relationship as their parents. It would be in most cases way more healthy for them to watch you as separate individuals. Some cases. I understand there's extenuating circumstances in many cases. But I'm just saying, like, a lot of you wrote in, you're like, I'm so concerned what this is going to do to my kids. Most of them are little. They will be okay. Because for them to be okay, you have to be okay as their mom. And that's what you got to do. You got to take care of you so you can take care of them. And you're doing it. There's so many of you writing in. I cry reading some of your buckle ups. I cried three hours ago. Tears streaming down my face. 
I'm hysterically bawling my eyes out at some of these buckle ups. I don't know what is wrong. I got I got issues. I think I'm getting my period. Anyway, <laughs> can I just say I'm so proud of you all. You know who you are when you're listening to this. And I'm just so excited for you. Also, I apologize for any background noise. I'm in the middle of a flash flood warning. It is pouring rain outside. I can't do anything about it. And that's just where we are. That's where we're at. Um, so moving swiftly on. You guys, thank you so much for just continuously supporting the podcast. I know I say it here and there, but I just want to reiterate, like, I'm so grateful for every single one of you and your support. Please, if you have it in you and you're able to, please leave some stars on this podcast. Give me five. Give me five stars. And if you have it in your heart to write a review, I would love that. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And let's get into the daily episode. This isn't going to be a long one. Just fair warning. It's not because I'm about to pass out. So this is cute. Okay. This is coming straight from the Daily Mail. Are you ready for this? Prince Harry has arrived at Clarence House to be by King Charles's side after his cancer diagnosis. Can I just, and like there's paparazzi pictures. So obviously yesterday we talked about how they broke the news that King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. Um, okay. Many people are diagnosed with cancer. He's actually rather fortunate in a lot of ways that he's gone this long in his life. He's 75 um, without that happening. So you have to hope that that means he's actually in pretty good health um, and he'll be able to fight this, right? So that's hopefully something to go off of. Secondly, Prince Harry, I saw the paparazzi pictures, arriving at Clarence House to see his father for what was what has been circulating in the media as a brief meeting. And we all know that the British royal family, the monarch, has a way has has you know they they basically feed the press unofficial information all the time all the time they have one of the most corrupt relationships i mean i've seen so many documentaries on this it's so corrupt the relationship between like the press is corrupt the wrong word just like they're in each other's pockets i don't know and they'll flip on each other on a dime it's like the craziest thing corrupts the wrong word i take corrupt back it's just like the most uh, it's like a toxic relationship. They're in it. They're in a toxic situationship, the press and the royal family. And I say this because, you know, the royal family does something wrong. The media will flip on them, but the royal family will allegedly feed snippets here and there, or people close to the royal family will leak snippets here and there to the media, and um. It's like a very known thing, right? So the the statement and quote of brief meeting has been circulated in every headline today. And it's like, how do you have a brief meeting with your father? I don't know. I just feel like it's been on... <laughs> I just feel like it's been taken so far beyond this whole Harry, Meghan, the royal family thing. It's like they just wanted to live their life. Yes, he said a lot of stuff in that memoir. Yes, they went on Oprah. 
Yes, they said these things. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they're just a family. And I don't know. I just feel like I I come at it with such a sense of empathy on both sides. I'm like, I just hope that they can figure this out somehow for themselves. Even if the media says all kinds of crap, as long as they are okay and like they have they, they, they have a relationship where it is what they want. You know, sometimes you don't want a relationship with your family, but you know, it clearly means enough that you would fly in for your father's cancer diagnosis. So like that that means you still care and you still like some people don't want a relationship with their parents and that's their choice. Why did I just say it like that? See, I'm telling you, I am unwell oh look the fire truck's coming to get me Megan Markle did stay behind with them her and Harry's two children and Harry flew into London on a British Airways flight from California where they now live and you know this is just like dominating headlines I will also say like the royal family are protecting you know his his privacy a little bit not Harry's the king you know, they're not disclosing what type of cancer. They probably won't. They, they most likely will play it pretty close to the vest, as they should. Like, that's his health. I've also seen a lot of TikToks just about, like, and a lot of stuff online about, like, what would happen if. And it's, like, I, the perpetuation of situations is just, we're in an age where people will take whatever they can and just run so far with it. There's nothing to say. There's nothing to like. You're just making stuff up at this point. So anyway, that's that's what's happening. Especially, I mean, the British media this morning was out of control. It was all over everything. Um, you know, it does come at a funny time for them though, because like you've got Kate Middleton. I call it Kate Middleton. <laughs> Kate Middleton, who was just in the hospital, who's going to be out of you know, royal duties for the next foreseeable few months. You've got then the king who had his little, I guess, non-invasive procedure that then led them to discover he has cancer. Um, and with all that going on, you know, I think it will heavily, you know, poor William. <laughs> He's going to be taking on a lot of royal engagements. <laughs> I really hope that other members of the royal family, like they're all working members of the royal family. So like I really hope they're able to help out and pitch in, pick up some slack because when I tell you the the level of like engagements that these royals have to attend on a daily basis is insane. Like they'll do like, they do multiple engagements in one day. It just looks like multiple days because they change outfits. But like they 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 do a lot. Um, I'm not saying it is a hard job. I'm not like telling you that's like the oh my gosh they work so much. I'm just telling you like there's gonna be a lot of things that they were meant to attend that they now not attending, and people will be like, well, who's gonna show up? Because we're not canceling. So I even saw an article this morning that was like saying, well, Princess Beatrice and Princess Eugene better get ready to step up. But it's like okay, relax. Relax, pal. Everything will be fine. You know, <laughs> I can't. I just find the whole royal family. Like, I'm Australian, right? So, like, technically they're our monarch. I don't know if we really refer to it like that, but we're part of the Commonwealth. So, it's just, Australia just, like, doesn't care. Like, we're just kind of like, mm, okay, interesting. We're over here just, like, 
we're the so far away. We're just we're just having a nap. So it it is interesting to wake up to. Okay, moving swiftly on. We got to talk about Travis Kelsey. I think about what I talk about in my daily episodes, and I'm like, wow. People must be like, she just talks about Vanderpump Rules and Taylor Swift. Like, that's it. Like, this chick needs more material. I'm like, look, I just pick the things I like. Maybe I need more things I like. Whatever. I'll work on it. <laughs> but I'm ta- I want to talk about Travis Kelsey. So, as you know, Travis Kelsey, well, as you may not know, the Super Bowl is coming up. If you did not know, Travis Kelsey is Dr. Taylor Swift's alleged boyfriend. Pretty sure they're official. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's her boyfriend. And during a press conference in Las Vegas, which is where they're having the Super Bowl, um, this coming week, he had some stuff to say. And can I just say, whatever media training Travis did was pretty good. It was pretty great. Um, he's doing a pretty good job. He clearly, you know, he he's doing a really good job. He was asked a lot of questions about Taylor in this press conference, which I was just like, wow, like the man's like trying to go to the Super Bowl and he's being asked about his girlfriend. So it was, I can imagine there was a certain air in the room that it was just like, OK, but like the Super Bowl and you could tell he was trying to redirect because obviously the NFL doesn't want the starring focus of the biggest day of the year for them to be Taylor Swift. However, Taylor Swift brings them a lot of money. So really, it's a win-win for them no matter what. Um, I guarantee you there's a lot of Swifties going to be at that Super Bowl this year. A lot. So much. He went so much as to say when he was asked about Taylor, he goes, I'll tell you what, man, I'm thinking. I'm not thinking about anything but this football game. There's nothing in my mind that's happening until this football game is over with. And good for you, Travis. Because I can tell if you'd said anything else, you would have been in a lot of hot water. So good for you. The media training is doing you well. And I'm not coming for you. I think you're great. I think you're handling this like a champ. This is a lot. Um, he was also asked about Taylor's upcoming new, new album, which I talked about yesterday on the episode, called The Tortured Poets Department, calling it unbelievable. He said, I have heard some of it, yes, and it's unbelievable. I can't wait for her to shake up the world when it finally drops. And then when he was pressed more about it, he's like, I can't say a word, so stop asking me. Like, please don't say a word. I, stop asking me. I have so much respect for this man. First of all, like, isn't it kind of like every girl's favorite romance novel? Like, because Taylor Swift is, like, kind of a nerd. She's kind of a nerd. She likes to write her poems, her songs, and her books. She's got cats. She loves her little trinkets. She likes planning things, Easter eggs. Like, she's a little bit of a nerd. We love a nerd. I am a nerd, too. I love it. And so, for her to be with the football player, it's like the, it's like the, she's a pop star. She's like the most famous woman in the world right now. She has such a clear conscience of empathy and writing and creating from a place of this is for you and me no one can really compete do you know what I mean and I feel like Travis was that of football and I definitely am getting the vibe that he's like wants to live up to the standard she set in her industry 
in his. And I've, okay, so I've talked to some football people, okay? And I asked them what they thought. And they said he's had a bit of a mixed bag of a season. And so I think he feels a certain way about this game this weekend, the Super Bowl. Is it this weekend? It's this coming week. And he just, he wants to play really well. Like, you can tell, like, he needs to win this. Like, he needs a win. I really hope he does win. I don't know who the other team even is. Is it the 49ers? I don't even know. I asked my football person. They said, who knows which way it's going to go. And I was like, that gives me nothing from mom's guy. Like, what are you talking about? They just laughed at me. They just laughed at me. Had nothing to say. Um, I almost said to that person, like, what if I bring you on the podcast and you explain football to me? He said, sure. How much of this time will my, t- how much of um, my day are you going to take up? But I said an hour and he said, can't do it. <laughs> and I was like, that's really unfortunate. Um, but also it is in the middle of work day. He does have a job. So I guess that's the other reason. Okay. I'm so I'm excited. I'm going to be watching the Super Bowl. Next thing is next. I didn't know this. Now, a few years ago, Alex, who was about to say Alex Earl. <laughs> that's a TikToker. Um, there was a podcast controversy like never before. And it was between a woman called Alex Cooper and don't know her last name. Her first name is Sophia. Wow. I realize I don't know her last name. No hate or shade to her. I actually listen to her podcast. It's called Sophia with an F and I'm blanking on her last name. I apologize, Sophia. They had a podcast together called Call Her Daddy. This was a couple of moons ago now. Essentially what happened is the podcast broke up. They were with Barstool Sports, which if you don't know is like a massive media company that produces mainly podcasts, but they, they are, but they're handing a lot of stuff. And, um, the pod, the girls broke up. They, they no longer were doing the podcast together. And then Alex kept the title, moved away from Barstool. Sophia went off and started her own podcast called Sophia with an F with honestly, she is very good at it. I, they're very different people. So honestly, like I think everyone thought they'd be this big competition there isn't like it's two very different people two very different formats and I like them both equally Alex Cooper has a level of notoriety with call her daddy and so I think she's more the mainstream one but I don't think that takes away from Sophia at all I think she's incredible here's I won't get into all that drama that happened many years ago if you want to know about it just like google it but basically um Alex got a major deal with exclusively with Spotify. So anyway, love both of them. Basically what happens is Alex Cooper was offered such an like an insane deal exclusively to go with Spotify. And she did. I don't know the exact number, but it was a lot of money. Now I say that and she did that. And also by the way, she just announced the other day legit she went to Spotify in 2024. She signed this deal a while ago. She goes to Spotify in 2024. And she says, hey, or in 2023, but for 2024, hey, a lot of my listeners don't use Spotify. Is there any way we can go all platforms? And apparently they have agreed because she's like, you can now listen to Call Her Daddy anywhere on all platforms. So I'm very excited for her. That must be so exciting. Like, Because it is annoying if you're limited to one platform. That's very frustrating. So anyway, I'm pumped for her. That's incredible. That is not the point of this story. I tell you that 
to tell you, like, when this happened, this was major news. That much money. A similar thing happened with Meghan Markle and Harry um, when they were given a Spotify deal for... I don't even know the name of their podcast. I've forgotten it. I never listened to it. I think I listened to the first episode and then I just, it wasn't what I was interested in, the content. And I never went back to it. And it flopped apparently. And it never went anywhere. I think they could have, like, honestly, like whoever's doing their creative, like I just want to get in there and like give them so many ideas that would be so successful. I totally respect you guys aren't supported by anything anymore. Like, you need jobs, and you're you're in the entertainment space. So, like, I get it, especially Megan. Like, I love Megan Markle. I think she's amazing. She's beautiful. I think she's a vibe. I love Megan Markle. I loved Suits. I, I support Megan. I'm here for it. All I have to say is, like, she needs, like, some more creative. She needs someone to get in there who has better creative concepts than I think than what's coming up right now but I guess we don't know what's gonna have to come out so maybe she's already done that maybe she's realized that I don't know we're gonna find out and I do say Megan more than Harry because like Harry's not in the entertainment industry Megan was and like that's Megan is very good at it she's the one who basically had the podcast like so I'm excited I want to see what's next for her anyway they got a major crazy number deal with Spotify too now Spotify's done it again if you don't know who Joe Rogan is, he's he's been a podcaster for years. He's a man. And Spotify renewed their partnership uh, with him under a prior multi-million dollar deal. And it's been an exclusive with Spotify since 2020. And under the new deal, the podcast will now be available on all platforms. So they they did it again, like I just said that Alex Cooper announced for her podcast. And it is being reported um, by the Wall Street Journal that he will receive $250 million contract over its multi-year term, according to sources. The Wall Street Journal is also reporting that the contract involves an upfront minimum guarantee in addition to a revenue sharing agreement based on ad sales. I mean, it's just so much money. It's crazy. And then people think hear that and think, oh, Joe Rogan's getting $250 million. That's not exactly how it works out. But yeah, he's getting a nice sum of money. He's not gonna, he's gonna be good. Joe Rogan is set. I as someone in the podcast space, it's like you look at podcasts as something that's like there's no, it's so hard to make money out of a podcast to have a not even money it's so hard to have a successful podcast okay it's so difficult it is an uphill battle where the only win is a download that someone gets for free think about that and it and so much goes into it and people are always like you can start a po- podcast for free sure um, the amount of time you need to do it though is not free. My money is time. Your money is time. So it's never free. So I hate it when people phrase it like that. I think if you want to start something, you'll start it and stay with it. And if you don't, you won't. So, I mean, my favorite stories to listen to are about people who are friends who have started a podcast together 
and like it's broken up the friendship the podcast had five episodes and it's all gone downhill and no one listened to it I want to go and listen to your podcasts I have had people dm me like hey I have a podcast too like can you go give it a listen and I give it I will like I think people think I won't do that I will. If you have a podcast, DM it to me. I'll even shout it out if I like it. I, it's not that I, I'm not going to shout it out if I don't like it. Just, you know, I got to make sure it's not like, I don't know, promoting something weird. I, I got I to do my due diligence, okay? But I totally will, so DM me. Uh, but yeah, so, so a whole situation, a whole plethora of issues going on in the podcast space. Um but not for Joe Rogan. Not for Joe Rogan. Not for me either. I'm sitting pretty listening to everyone's drama and just sitting back in bed very ill. But, you know, I'm here for it. So anyway, if you're going to start a podcast with your friend, make sure that you and the friend are on good terms. <laughs> because a lot of you have written in to tell me that it has not worked out. And it is. And you've been entertained by it. And so have I. Anyway. That's the tea. You guys, I'm not going to do a run for men today because I'm actually losing my voice and it physically hurts to talk. Like I have one and I can't keep going and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I love you all. We'll be here tomorrow with your niche weekly episode and I'm excited. I'm excited to dive into the goss. It's definitely one not to be missed. I don't know. I... You, I don't know what it's even going to look like, you guys. I'm so nervous. Okay. I love you all. Have a wonderful day. And as always, don't do anything I wouldn't do. But that gives you a lot of wiggle room. I love you. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.